0: Hello, everybody. It's um, Kapow Radio Show, Monday, March 26, 2018.
1: You were going to say Freedom Friday, huh?
0: I don't know if I was going to say that. I was, I was searching for the right word. <laughs> I think I was going to say Fifth Hook.
1: Huh, that's yeah. my pronoun.
0: Da, yeah, okay, maybe I, that's what I was trying to do, call you. <laughs>
1: yeah, my name, is, my name is Brother Kapow. My pronouns are Fifth Hook. Or fifth hook media.
0: There you have it. Okay.
1: All right. All right. Here we go. Today we're going to talk about, well, hearts. Oh. Pots. But it's different than what you think.
0: Kidneys.
1: Yes. It's Rings. this. Oh, it's, it's a whole different groove. It's a whole different groove. We're going to talk about hearts. Here's what we're going to do. And you will like it. Uh, we are going to start in Luke. Luke yes chapter 21 and Miss Capow is going to read from verses 25 through 36. 36. And this is where Jesus is talking to the disciples after they came out of the temple and they go oh, what will be the signs of these things in the in the end of the age and and he begins to tell them uh, a lot of things about AD 70 that was gonna happen and the scattering of the Jews, and then he proceeds to tell him about tell them about the very end of the age. Uh because there, there was almost two questions within that question. You know, mm-hmm. when when will these things happen? The destruction of the temple and the end of the age.
2: Right.
1: And uh so he he answers that and then he answers the end of the age and that's what we're gonna talk about from 25 to
0: 36.
1: 36. End of the age And about the signs of the sun and the moon and the stars. You guys know all this stuff. But we're really going to concentrate on verse 26. Verse 26. And it says, men's, you know, mankind's, humans.
0: Anthropos.
1: Anthropos, right. Mm -hmm. Hearts, men's hearts, failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken and i want to really break that one down because there's a lot there and it uh i will tell you it's not hearts like heart attack means men, you know they they're going to be having heart attacks because they're so afraid that aliens are coming mm. you know that type of thing it's much much deeper it'll also explain what you're seeing today around you you know the freedom friday effect you see all this crazy insanity around you the scripture tells you why. Why you see the Freedom Friday effect around you. And it's gonna get worse and worse until kaboom, the sky falls. Mm. <clears throat> There's my cough. Every time I do a show, the cough comes. <laughs> there it is. Hello, my friend.
0: <clears throat> well, we just
1: bind it. Yeah. Uh so <clears throat> That's what we're going to concentrate on. So we're going to start that, start with that. And Miss is going to read that whole scripture.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We're going to break 26 down. Then we're going to go back in time and we're going to talk about the word hearts <laughs> biblically. <laughs> we're going to go and we're going to go through not a bunch of scriptures because that that word is all through the Old and New Testament. It's every, it's a lot. But what I want to do is establish a point about the meaning of hearts. What actually is failing, okay?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What actually will be failing during the last days prior to the end of the age. That's right. The end of the age. Prior to the son of man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Mm -hmm. What will be failing just before that? So we're going to be establishing that. And then once we do that, you'll understand that scripture, that verse 26 and Luke 21, 25, 26. You'll understand that better. And then we'll kind of wrap it up with, uh, a warning, uh, message about uh, staying enduring. Yeah, during this. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. If it don't, well, you know, don't blame me. <laughs> blame Blog Talk Radio.
0: Okay, so Luke twenty-one, starting with verse twenty-five. <laughs> And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth, distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring men's heart failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of the heaven shall be shaken. And then shall they see the son of man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, Then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. And he spake to them a parable. Behold the fig tree and all the trees. When they now shoot forth, ye see and know of your own selves that summer is now nigh at hand. So likewise ye, when ye see these things come to pass, know ye that the kingdom of God is nigh at hand. Verily I say unto you, This generation shall not pass away till all be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and cares of this life, and so that day come upon you unawares. For as a snare shall it come on all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man.
1: Amen. And let me just stop here. This passage, both here in Luke and Matthew, and Matthew 24 and Mark 13, confusion, confusion, confusion. And um, it used to always confuse me too when it talked about um, this generation. Hmm. Right? Right shall not pass to all these things, uh, are fulfilled. And, um, I even for a while there, I got into really heavy preterist thought, well, at least I examined it. I wouldn't say I became a preterist. I didn't, Mm-mm. but I, but I did examine it very much. And they had some very good points, uh, because AD 70 isn't stressed enough and it should be stressed. It was a very important time. In our in our Christian history, yeah,
0: and a lot of people dismiss that.
1: Yeah, they dismiss it, and that's unfortunate. However, you have some preterists, especially hyper preterists, that put all fulfilled prophecy on it, and that's a problem also. Then on the other end, you have you know the Tim LaHaye nut bucket stuff that you know that's just total fantasy. So in between there is is the truth, but this generation until all these things are uh, fulfilled or till these things are fulfilled. So the question is, have these things been fulfilled? Has everything been fulfilled? Because Jesus says, when you see these signs like the fig tree, then you know your, you know, redemption is 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 there, mm-hmm. and uh, that this generation shall not pass till all all be fulfilled. And so the whole thing as well, the sky never, you know, darkened in the sun, and blah blah blah. It's not. We're not quite there yet, you know. It hasn't hasn't been fulfilled so they think all this stuff has to yet be fulfilled but you got to understand that biblical prophecy as soon as eighty seventy 70 came around and the destruction of the temple where jesus says no stone is going to be left unturned that's not the future that already happened that happened 1900 years ago and the romans annihilated uh, that and they took the jews captive and they've been scattered they've been scattered ever since the the nation state called Israel in the Middle East is not ancient Israel. I think you all know that. Uh, God, God scattered the Jewish people. The Jewish church even got disseminated among the Gentiles. And Jerusalem right now is being trampled by the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles ends. So I say that to say that the prophecy itself is Fulfilled, that part is fulfilled and we're waiting for, to see the other, it's already done, his word is spoken. It's fulfilled. That generation didn't pass, they saw it. They saw the destruction of Jerusalem.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's fulfilled, the prophecy has happened and it is happening and we possibly will still be alive to see the end of the age. Amen. But it's already set in motion. That's right. The last times were set in, in motion. The last days in Acts, when Peter stood up and said, This is uh, that which the prophet Joel spoke mm-hmm. in the last days, <clears throat> this, this, and this. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. So we're not going to, don't get all nutted up on this because it, people get all confused and get crazy on this. Mm-hmm. God's word is God's word. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He never changes. And once, one, once it became enacted in AD 70, and in fact, Jerusalem was destroyed, in fact, no stone was left upon each other. Uh, if you read uh, Josephus, the his, Jewish historian Josephus, you'll see many parallels with what Jesus was talking about were actually fulfilled historically. Uh, and so that began the fulfillment of that prophecy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That generation saw it within 40 years of Jesus saying it. All right?
2: right. So good
1: night. Mm -hmm. We'll see you next week. (laughs) All right. Okay. So where Ms. Kapow read 25 to 36. Mm -hmm. And she started with 25. And the reason why we did that, because right before that, Jesus is talking about Jerusalem. And he said, Jerusalem will be trodden down Israel, the Jews of those days, because they rejected They're Messiah. Mm -hmm. The Jews were taken captive and scattered everywhere. And that Jerusalem itself was trodden down, will be trodden down by Gentiles until when? Until the times of the Gentiles will be fulfilled. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: We're under that time right now. So we're just waiting for the fulfillment of that. There's nothing else left. That's it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we started with 25 because then Jesus starts talking about the end of The age, the end of the age. And he says, and there will be signs in the sun and the moon and the stars. And upon the earth, the stress of nations with perplexity, and then the sea and the waves roaring. Mm. This is literal. Mm -hmm. There's nothing figurative here on this passage. This is, this is literal. And I want to, um, point you, point you to, um, a YouTube channel, help me out here, Miss Capal. It's called World of Signs. Signs of yeah, the world.
0: World of signs, I believe.
1: Uh, and this person compiles climate chaos globally, and he compile he or she compiles it like every two or three days, and it's amazing. I mean, I'm not just talking one or two videos. I'm talking dozens. A video showing horrendous floods, volcanoes, tornadoes where there shouldn't be, hail, a hurricane. Mm-hmm. It's weather, extreme, extreme, unprecedented weather patterns, the
0: sea disappearing. Yeah, it has like weekly increments. And it is World of Signs.
1: World, oh, World of Signs. Yeah. So go to YouTube, type in World of Signs, and you'll know what I'm talking about. It's fascinating, we also watch another guy mr m b three 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 and and he he's he does a lot of stuff about uh you know the the oceans are receding and i mean these these are facts it's stuff that you that no one knows uh by watching mainstream media It's not even in the papers
2: Mm-mm.
1: uh you just they don't talk about it they're too busy talking about trump and oh God forbid a billionaire playboy had sex with a uh you know, play, playmate
2: mm-hmm. back
1: when, uh, Russians, uh, attacks. Uh, no one's talking about what's coming on the earth
0: Mm-mm. and it's Those here. They're all distractions to keep you from seeing everything.
1: Yeah. Or there would be just mass panic if mm-hmm. people knew what was going on.
0: You know, it's like when, uh, bad things happen and your parents, your mother gives you a coloring book or something to keep you distracted. <laughs> yeah. right? That's true. Mm-hmm.
1: That's true. You know? some licorice or something, (laughs) you know, it's going to be okay. Daddy's going to, you know, get us off this cliff. Okay. Yeah. Um, but there, there, there are really, really strange, extreme and I emphasize unprecedented signs in the sun. In fact, right now the sun is going through this silent period Mm-hmm. But there's weird things. You there's weird things showing up, coming out of the sun, or oh yeah, flying past it, Definitely. or in it. The moon, mm-hmm. same thing. The stars. <laughs> what, what we we see, we don't even know if they're stars anymore. Mm-hmm. Things move, and ah, uh, there's all kinds of stuff. And upon the earth, upon the land, this planet, uh. There is distress of nations. Would you agree?
0: Oh, definitely.
1: Uh, would you agree we are in distress in America, mm-hmm. uh, South Korea,
0: mm-hmm. North Korea, Russia, Russia,
1: Israel, uh, Middle East? Yeah. I can go on and on. How about the entire Venezuela? globe? The title globe is, is distress of nations, and they have they're perplexed, aren't they? Because mm-hmm. they they don't really know what's going on. They're perplexed. And then here's the thing, the sea and the waves roaring. Go and watch this world of signs. Mm -hmm. And you're going to see the sea and waves roaring. It's literal. What I'm saying here is we're seeing that, we're seeing verse 25 right now. Okay. So we'll move to 26 and it says, and men's hearts failing them for fear. For looking after those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken.
0: And that goes with Luke twenty-one eleven, which says, and great earthquakes shall be in divers places and famines and pestilences, and fearful sights and great signs shall there be from heaven.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what we're looking at. We're already there with these weird signs and mm-hmm. perplexity, and the sea and the waves are roaring. Uh, the next phase is gonna be really things coming from the sky. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you what those are. I can't tell you they're meteorites or asteroids or, you know, alien craft. I I don't know. Um, But 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 they
0: surely are unusual. Yeah. Things we've never seen before.
1: Yes. It's going to be very heavy where uh, you're going to know something. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. And then right after that, then uh, whoever's left here, Is going to see the sign. Is going to see the son of man coming. I think Matthew says the sign of the son of man. Luke here just says the son of man. Coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Okay. That's what we're looking for. So go back to 26 and we're going to study the word hearts. What does it mean? Men's hearts failing them. And let's break this down. In 26, the word for, because men's hearts failing them for fear. That is... Um, in Greek, it means it's kind of weird. It means like off away from something. And basically Mm -hmm. it's, it's translated from 671 times. Hmm. Yeah. From, so it makes more sense to say men's hearts failing them from fear. It's only translated for like in this instance, um, let me see here. Ten times. Mm. So out of out of out of six hundred and seventy-one times, I'm sorry, out of six hundred and seventy-one times that this Greek word appears in the New Testament, three hundred and ninety-three times it's translated from
2: mm.
1: and only ten times for. It's also translated of or out or, you know, at or since, you know, as it goes down. So really what I'm trying to say is it makes more sense to say men's hearts failing them from fear. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what is fear? It's Phobos. Will we get phobia?
0: Terror. Dread.
1: Yes. Exceedingly fear. Terror. Yep. Fear. So from dread, men's hearts failing them from dread now Mm -hmm. failing it's not a heart attack and we're going to deal with heart but i'm just breaking down this this verse here the failing is to faint Mm -hmm. to breathe out but it's not like dead to breathe out life to to faint or swoon away basically think about this to lose consciousness Mm
0: -hmm. yeah weakness right Mm mm-hmm
1: You're just going to, you can't take it no more. You just Mm -mm. fail. You just fall. You don't die. You just, you lose consciousness and hit your head on the Walmart floor. Basically, you just give up. Yeah.
0: You're perplexed. You're just, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not heart attacks. That's what Mm
1: -hmm. I'm, that's that's what we're going with this.
0: Yeah. You're looking for a way to escape this stuff.
1: Yeah. Because of the dread that the fear, the dread, the terror from and, which is also, which also, that word and translated and 8,172, but translated also 514 times. See? So you could go fear and or also. For looking after. See, this is King James, so we got to break this down. For looking after means an expectation. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an infliction anticipated. See, you're looking at, you're expecting something. Well, what are, they, what are, what are these people expecting in, these, in the end of the age? They're expecting those things which are coming on the earth. On the earth, it's translated 10 times, translated come six times, come upon two, come on one, and come thither one time. All right? Mm -hmm. Things which are coming hitherto on the earth, which is land. And in this case, it's going to be the planet. It's not going to be Jerusalem or Judea.
0: It's It's like the whole world, world, the globe. Yes. Yes. And that's why we always say it on Freedom Friday, the global, everything's global. Yeah. Everything that we're experiencing is global. It's not just one area. It's everybody's experiencing it.
1: It's not just America. It's, it's everywhere. Everywhere. And so the, the, the hearts are fainting. They're swooning from terror. Also for looking... And expecting those things, and what are those things? We don't quite know, but expecting those things, they will know what they are, Mm -hmm. that are coming, arriving, thither to on the earth. And then here's the clue. Here's the clue of the things that are coming on the earth. Here's the word for. Now, that word actually is for. It's a different Greek word than the other one, failing them for fear. That should be from. So, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. There's your clue. And powers are? Dunamis. Yeah. It is specifically a miraculous power. Mm. It's not just regular power. Mm -mm. it's strength violence it's mighty a mighty power dunamis could reside in nature it could reside in miracles it's something that's beyond you know your regular (laughs) powerful you know snowstorm or something Mm -hmm. and the powers of what heaven 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 it's the sky the air the sky the heavenly the vaulted expanse of the sky with all things visible in it that is what will be shaken shaken which means to shake to move shake together
0: it's like the firmament
1: yes cuz it yeah. doesn't
0: say heavens it says heaven heaven
1: exactly it's like the firmament yeah, that that sky vault, that uh exactly, Miss Capel. That covering. <laughs> so, what whatever it's talking about is it, if it's talking about space rocks, asteroids, meteors, is it talking about principalities of the air? Uh those little UFO things that people see and they think they're actually aliens from other planets? interdimensional beings i don't really know and jesus didn't give a lot of detail here but he gave enough th- to tell you this that those people living to see this stuff will know what they are
2: yeah
1: because they're in terror and their 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 hearts are failing they're fainting because they're expecting these things to hit the earth because mm-hmm. heavens are shaking
0: well, the, one of the examples is uh, what we we see on YouTube and stuff is the um, the the unusual sounds like trumpets or yeah. like something huge walking, and these people really are perplexed when they yeah. hear that noise because they don't know what it is.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're like, uh, what?
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: You know, just yeah, it's really really weird sounds. Yeah, and there's like I don't know what that is.
0: You know, when it says here that the earth for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. That goes back to um, Psalm eighteen seven says, Then the earth shook and trembled, and the foundations also of the hills moved and were shaken because he was wroth.
1: Yeah.
0: You can always find backup yeah. in the Old Testament for it's this a, stuff.
1: And you're right about that. You know, you're reading the New Testament, and I'll break down Greek words, but the Greek words coincide with the Hebrew. Mm-hmm. See because it's a very Jewish book. Um So they're not separate. Mm-mm. It's all intertwined. It has to be intertwined. It's the same thing. <clears throat> well, let's look at um let's look at the word let's look at heart. Okay. 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 Should we take a break before we get in the heart? Yeah, why not? Get that over with? Sure. All right, we'll be right back.
0: Demons in My Marriage Bed, a true story of spiritual warfare, changed the way my spouse and I conduct spiritual battle, and has increased our alertness level to the tactics of Satan. This is an excellent training manual for building a stronger marriage by exposing the tactics your enemies use against you. From all online digital retailers, God bless you
1: all. Yes, and we have returned. Woo-woo! Woo-woo! We have returned, and here's the deal. Heart, 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 heart. Now, according to the Bible, the heart is the center, not only of spiritual activity, but all of the operations of human life. Why this is important, as we talk about this, keep in mind, verse 26, humanity's hearts fainting from terror and expecting the stuff that's coming on the earth, okay? Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Hearts. The Greek word is cardia, where we get cardiac arrest, cardia. But we're not, God, Jesus wasn't talking about the human heart. He wasn't talking about heart attacks or human heart. According to the Bible, the heart is a center not only of spiritual activity, but of the operations of human life. Now, there's some scriptures where heart and soul are often used interchangeably. But that's not generally the case. And I'll give you some examples. Uh, let's see. Deuteronomy uh, 6 5 says, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul. Most used interchangeably. Um, and the, the Hebrew word for heart there, and this is, this is the, the base word, is labab. And it means to, uh, let's see, like, bethink themselves, uh, courage, it's mind, understanding, interman, man a mind, a will, the heart, the soul, the understanding, the innermost part. You kind of get it, a seat of emotions and passions,
2: mm-hmm.
1: a conscience. It's not the physical it's not the physical muscle in your chest in this application. You love God with all your emotion, all, all your inner being, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, also, Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven, 37, and Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. Say, it's the Jesus is quoting Deuteronomy 6. And of course, in Greek, the word is cardia. It means the heart figuratively, it means the thoughts or feelings, the innermost uh, part of a human. see the thought is the same as the Hebrew. in mark 12:30, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, same word, okay? in Mark. 1233 and to love him with all the heart, same word, cardia, and with all the understanding, and with all the soul and with all the strength, and to love his neighbor as himself.
0: And you know, when you get to that point where you love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, then your love has perfected or matured, and you no longer fear anything.
1: Oh, because perfect love casts, casts out, out fear. fear. Oh. Right. Yes, which goes right with that scripture now, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Because the heart, the inner emotions, you can, you can see where we're going with this now. The inner emotions, the very seat of the intellect, what some interchangeably call the soul, will become weak and swoon and faint because of the terror, the fear. But Ms. Kapow just brought that point up. That when the heart is perfectly aligned with God, the Father, through His Son, Jesus Christ, there's no fear. Mm -hmm. Because that person loves God with all their heart and all their understanding and all their mind and all their strength. They're they're totally committed and submitted to the the will of the Father. They said, not my will, Lord, not my life, yours. Yeah. It's like John the Baptist said, I must decrease so he may increase.
0: And that's what Paul was talking about when he says, I'm gaining Christ. I gain Christ. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what we're working towards when we walk in the spirit. And this is a lifelong um, discipline, Mm -hmm. if you will.
1: Yes. It is a journey. Mm -hmm. You don't just arrive. Well, I got saved when I was 14 and uh, once saved, always saved and I've arrived.
0: Yeah. And it's not your emotional love thing. Oh, I love Jesus. I love, you know, it's not that it's not from the emotion. It's, it goes deeper than that because if you really study the word of God, what love means, it's a lot deeper than just your emotion because your emotion changes all the time. But like God is, um, forever the same and he is love. Love is constant.
1: Yeah. Yes. It's not that, uh, sentimental, you know, Jesus is my boyfriend Mm -mm. uh, nonsense. The heart is the home of the personal life. Mm,
2: mm
1: -hmm. Uh, A lot of times in the, in the old Testament, a person is designated according to his heart, either wise or pure or upright and righteous according to his heart, Mm -hmm. pious or good. Uh, a lot of times, because mm-hmm. that's the character of the person, the innermost, the innermost part of that person.
0: And out of the heart comes yes, whatever is
1: in there, an abundance of whatever's in there. Mm-hmm. Exactly, it's not the outside. It's not what goes in that defiles the man. But it's what comes, what comes out, out mm-hmm. of the heart. Mm-hmm. Get it? So when men's heart, when humanity's hearts, their inner beings faint from terror you know you're in the very last throes of the end of the age
2: mm-hmm.
1: you have to take pause if you're seeing that because we're certainly seeing the signs of the sun and the stars of the moon and the skies we're certainly seeing what we think the heaven's being shaken it's like miss kapow brought up the sky noises Mm -hmm. These aren't hoaxes. There are some hoaxes out there, but there's some very real, real recordings of these very bizarre sky noises globally. Mm -hmm. And it does. It sounds like something's cracking.
0: (laughs) And we've heard it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Weird booms. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's mystery booms all over the place. They can't figure out. Okay. So, uh, In a lot of these passages that I just mentioned, uh, the home of the personal life where the heart is wise or a person is considered upright, stuff like that, the word soul could not be substituted for heart. So even though it's interchangeably in some Old Testament passages, generally it is not. The heart is also the seat of the conscience. In Romans 2.15 it says, and I won't read it in context so it sounds kind of weird, but It says, which show the work of the law written in their hearts. Same Greek word, "cardia," Their conscience also bearing witness and their thoughts. The meanwhile accusing or else excusing one another. It's Mm -hmm. the seat of conscience. Now is the heart, are you born with just a good heart? Is it naturally good? Mm -mm. No. In Genesis 8.21, it says, and the Lord smelled a sweet savor, this is after the flood. And the Lord said in his heart, <laughs> the Hebrew word is leb. It comes from that, the, the root I just, I read you before. Yeah. So the Lord said in his heart, in his inner, his inner own, uh, most being, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake, for the imagination of man's heart. Same word, leb. Is evil Mm. from his youth. Mm. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. And because of that, it contaminates the whole life and character. And uh, in Matthew 12, 34, Jesus says to the Pharisees, Oh, generation of vipers, how can ye being evil speak good things? Mm Mm-hmm for out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh. Mm -hmm.
0: See, and only God is good, right? Mm -hmm. But man, because of the the tree Mm -hmm. of good and evil, has that mixture of good and evil. That's the, the carnal nature. That's the fallen nature that we have. And only by the grace of God, his sacrifice, are we redeemed. And now we have the spirit of God living on us who is all good. There is no evil. There's no darkness in God at all. Mm -mm. So just think of what we have inherited that we have by um, the sacrifice that Jesus made for us.
1: He literally, and we'll read some of these scriptures too, literally placed a new heart within you.
0: Mm -hmm. It's all good.
1: Yeah. And, And he uses, he uses it, Um, He uses the body like figurative saying, I will cut out your heart of stone, Mm -hmm. like saying you have a rock where your heart should be and I'll replace it with a heart of flesh, a real heart. Uh, And only, only God can do that through his son, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Because if he doesn't do that for a person, guess what? Their hearts will fail them for terror. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they're looking and expecting these horrible things that are coming on the Earth. Mm-hmm. This is right before the, the appearance of the Son of Man. You
0: get it?: Yeah, it's kind of like what happened to Lot's wife. Uh-huh. You know she saw what's happening, and she was perplexed and wanted to go back where she felt comfortable. Mm-hmm. And her heart turned well, she turned to a pillar of salt: yeah stone.
1: She looked back. She took her hand off the plow, looked back. Ooh, man. Mm-hmm. Let's see. The heart, here it goes. Because it's evil all the time, right? Right. It's evil all the time since it's the youth. That's what God said. It has to be changed. Mm-hmm. So in Ezekiel 36, 26, this is what we were talking about. God says through the prophet Ezekiel, a new heart. Mm. And that word is the same Hebrew word, Leb. Mm. Same Hebrew word, Leb. Let me, let me, let me go over that again. Leb. It's the heart. It's widely used for feelings, the will, even the intellect. It's the center of anything. Mind, understanding, wisdom. A lot of times. It's translated 593 times as heart out of that 508 times. It's translated mind, your mind, the way you think. Uh, You know what? I'm wrong. 508 times. It's translated heart. Mm. Mind is 12 times. Understanding 10 wisdom, six. You get the point. Mm-hmm. It's, not the, it's not the muscle in your chest. So God says to the prophet Ezekiel, a new heart also will I give you. And guess what? What comes with it, Miss Kapow? A new spirit mm-hmm. will I put within you. So you get a new heart, you get a new intellect, you get a new mind. Is that the mind of Christ? You're probably talking about, aren't you?
0: Mm -hmm. We become new creatures.
1: Yeah. And you also get a new spirit. And then he says, I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. So he uses that figuratively. I'll take away that rock and then I'll put, I'll give you a real heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. Why do you obey the commandments of God? Because he put his spirit in you. Mm-hmm. It's not a legalistic thing. You don't follow these things because you say, oh, I have to do this or do that. Is this wrong? Is this right? I don't know. No, no, no. Checklist, checklist, check. It's not that. It's when you're led by the spirit, like Ms. Kapow says, you walk in the spirit, the things that are displeasing to the Lord f- begin to fall off you because you're, you're convicted of it.
0: Because mm-hmm. your flesh is already enmity with God. Uh-huh. So it can't be um what's that word that I'm saying um thinking of the, it can't be recruited or changed. Yeah. your flesh cannot be changed. It's already God's enemy because it cannot do the things of God. It's yeah. totally against God, and that's why He has to renew you, make you a new creature.
1: He has to change you. Mm-hmm. That's why religion doesn't work. That's right. There's so many religious people, both Christian religion. I'm not just talking Catholicism. I'm talking evangelical Mm -hmm. Christians and non-Christian religions. Mm -hmm. But religion's religion. It's man's attempt to do these things.
0: Which is like uh, filthy rags.
1: Yeah. You can't do that. Because true religion, true religion is this. God changing you, putting a new heart, a new mind, a new intellect, a new wisdom in you, Mm -hmm. and a new spirit. spirit. Whose spirit does he put in you? His. Right. It's called the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And that causes you to walk in his statutes. And he says, and ye shall keep my judgments and do them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, how simple is that? That's pretty simple. It kind of takes all the nonsense out of it, doesn't it?
2: hmm
1: Also, Ezekiel 1119 says, um and i will give them one heart same word and i will put a new spirit within you and i will take the stony heart out of their flesh and will give them a heart of flesh mm. psalm 51:10 i love this one
2: mm.
1: cuz i i prayed this prayer without even knowing when i was praying back in 2016 when i fell on my face at I wanna say an altar, but I guess it was a stair. <laughs> Stairs leading up to the church platform. And I cried like nobody ever seen a grown man cry before for hours. You remember that night, Miss Capel? Oh, in
0: two thousand six, you mean?
1: Yeah, two thousand yeah. mm-hmm. I say? Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Two thousand six. Like, when
0: did that happen? <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. And this is the this is the prayer I prayed. Mm. And why I prayed this, I was begging God this prayer. I felt a hand on my chest mm-hmm. and another hand on my back. And there was a male voice praying over me. And he said the exact same thing. Yes, he did. The exact same thing. I didn't open my eyes because I was just, I was bawling. I was just broke. I was just a broken man. Mm-hmm. And um for a long time remember I was brand new in the Lord for a long time I thought that was an angel
2: mm-hmm.
1: until I actually met the man. <laughs> but um yeah. And here's the here's the scripture. Psalm 51:10 it says, "Create in me a clean heart, mm-hmm. O God, and renew a right spirit within me." Yeah. Oh, that still make that still gives me yeah. Goosebumps. Create in me a clean heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. I'm telling you, I guarantee you, if anybody, anybody, I don't care if they're drug-induced. I don't care if they're in a psychotic coma. I don't care if they're a homosexual. I don't care if they're a transgender. I don't care if they're a politician. I don't care what kind of sin or filth. I don't care if they're a Satan-worshipping, blood-eating, Pedophile, if they sincerely pray this prayer and call out to God and say, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me, He will meet them.
0: Amen. Yes.
1: He will save them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's a fact.
0: Amen.
1: So our heart has to change. The process of salvation begins in the heart by the believing reception of the testimony of God. And at the same time, the rejection of that testimony hardens the heart. That's what we don't want. That's what we don't want to see. Psalm 95 8 says, Harden not your heart,
2: mm-hmm.
1: as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. They harden their minds, their intellect, their, their wisdom, their will. Not good. So hardness of heart. How do you know when someone hardens their heart? Because there's evidence uh, that they have a light view of sin. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, there's a lot of Christian religion out there. There's a lot of it uh, that they think it's okay to be a sodomite and a Christian. Mm-hmm. Because uh, they do it in love. They're not, they're not temple prostitutes. They have one partner. It's a light view of sin. Mm -hmm. There's a a partial acknowledgement and confession of it, too. Mm -hmm. There's pride, conceit, ingratitude. Yep. Unconcern about the word and the ordinances of God. This is a big one. Yeah. A lot of people just don't care about the word of God or or, or what God has asked us to do.
0: That's
1: right. Inattention to divine providences stifling convictions of conscience shunning reproof turning off the kapow radio show <laughs> general ignorance of divine things mm-hmm. that's it Miss kapow yeah that's the whole that's the whole of it that's it really it. is
0: yep you're right
1: um now it, before you you have a few scriptures that that deal with um well I guess the warning.
0: Well you know we we were going to go down um verse 34. Yes. You know it says and take heed to yourselves lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and mm-hmm. the cares of this life and so that day come upon you unawares for as a snare shall it come on all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Wow. Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the son of man. And I was thinking about that. And it's amazing that, um, when you look at verse, um, 34, and it says, take heed. I go back to Mark thirteen thirty-three. That Jesus is also saying, take yeed, watch and pray, for ye know not when the time is. We don't know when this is going to happen. Mm -hmm. So we need to watch and pray. And it keeps us in check. And it keeps us soft and humble before God. Because the things of this world create a hardness in our heart. And we need the washing of the word. We need the washing of the spirit to keep us soft. And humble before God. Keep em keep us meek. And that's that's really very important to keep our eyes upon the Lord Jesus. Then as we continue on, um this is uh in verse um thirty-six, watchy which is the word um agrit paneo, which means be sleepless, keep awake, watch, be ready, attune. Be circumspect, alert. And even uh, Apostle Peter says, watchy, stay alert, stay sober, because our enemy is looking for someone to devour. We're in constant, we need to be constantly vigilant, and we need to contend for the faith, because it's our faith that brings us through. That's the walking of the, uh, the, the parting of the sea, walking on the dry land is our faith. Right? Mm-hmm. It says, therefore, and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape. When we go to Revelation 3 3, it says, Remember therefore how thou hast received and heard, and hold fast and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I come upon thee. You know, so many of us think, oh, I repented back. Back when, when I became a Christian, you don't, there's no longer, there's no need to repent, but that's not true because as the Holy Spirit gives you things in your heart and shows you, "Mm, there's something there. There's pride. There's, that's an offense, an offense that happened a while back where you've um, held on and now there's bitterness there. You need to come before God and ask him to forgive you. And you need to repent of whatever you're holding on to that offense. Or if there's something in your mind that you lust after or any other little God that you have there that you put your trust in any little thing, your, your, um, your savings account, you know, for that rainy day Mm -hmm. or anything or your spouse, you know, as long as I have my spouse or my health, anything that you put your trust in your job, you know, any kind of other security besides the Lord, anything that you cannot give up is another God. And so those are the things that we have to give back to the Lord and repent of, so it's a constant repentance, giving away, changing your mind. No, I don't need to trust in this, I need to trust in God. I need to forgive so and so. I need to walk in love because it's that love of God that we're that we're training ourselves upon that we're 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 the Lord needs to teach us and create in us a heart where we love God with all our heart. Soul, mind, and strength, and to love others as ourselves. It's the love of God in us that's going to keep us away from the world. It's going to—that's what they will know us by our love. Is that not correct? That's true. So the spirit of God, the fruit, and that's the the, what God wants us to have is eternal fruit, which is the fruit of the spirit, Mm. and only by our exercising of our spiritual nature. Do we uh, create deeper roots into the 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 um, the fountain of life, the Holy Spirit, and then we begin to produce fruit, fruit, everlasting fruit? That's what God wants of us, and that's what we should be producing. And so we can't just wait around and sit around and wait for God to do this. It's it's a, a teamwork where we allow the Holy Spirit to work, and we give up things of our nature of the world and so he can produce his character in us so that's what's really really important and that's what we need to do now we need to prepare now for the world to come we're not just waiting here so we can go to heaven and become like christ it's an on working um process here on this earth amen so now we look at um Um, where we pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape. You know, I, I met a lady, um, I was speaking to a lady the other day and she, like, it was kind of like a Job thing. She had just one bad news after another Mm. and she just wanted to escape because the things that were happening to her, the shaking of the heavens, it was perplexing her. She was dread. She had dread. She had fear. She didn't know what to do, and it was just better, I just want to escape. I just want to, I don't want to face these things right now, right? Yeah. So, <clears throat> let's see if I can find. 1 Thessalonians, it um, says, For when we, they shall say, peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them, as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. You know, and the thing is what I, when I read this, it says, "When sudden <clears> destruction <throat> cometh upon them as a travail upon a woman with child, when a woman gives birth to a child, it's not like, "Oh, I remember my sister she when she had her son, and she called the the father you know the the baby, they weren't married or anything. She says, the baby's coming. He hmm. goes, "Well, can't it wait because I have a uh, a boating expedition? go fishing <laughs> You can't stop that. You know, once that baby says, "Uh, I'm coming, once those birth pangs happen, there's nothing you can do to stop it. It's coming. That baby is coming. So that's what that means. When sudden destruction comes upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. You cannot escape this. That's coming. The wrath of God, the judgment of God is coming. The day of the Lord is coming. And you're either ready or you're not.
1: Amen. That's a good message, Ms. Cabal. And the other thing, when you were talking, and you were talking about uh, the friend you were talking to the other day, and mm-hmm. um, she was distressed and calamity and everything. This is also a personal thing. It's not just what, you know, we're talking about the end of the age and there's something going to come down from the sky.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But this also, it's also personal calamity, personal things. And if you don't have that new heart within you,
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What's in you fails of all the, because of all the fear and the torment and all the stuff that's coming upon your life.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So it's a very personal thing. Even in Thessalonians, he said it could be very personal. Right. So you don't have to wait to the end of the world and actually get hit by a, a rock mm-hmm. or something. You, the whole personal life is like that. That's right. You know, mm-hmm. peace, peace and sudden destruction then occurs.
0: Mm -hmm. whoops, I
1: lost everything, you know?
0: Yeah. And Hebrews 2 gives us a big warning. It says, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, Mm. which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? Right? Yep. So, yeah, we can't escape it except through Christ Jesus.
1: Yeah. And what are you going to do if you neglect that? Well, Mm -hmm. that means... The heart, the heart's not changed. The mind, the soul, the intellect, the most inner being mm-hmm. is going to fail from terror. That's right, from terror, because you're expecting very, very bad things to happen.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, I just have a few more scriptures sure. where it says <clears throat> that it's um in Hebrews ten twenty three. We are told, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, mm-hmm. for he is faithful that promised, so it's our faith that will get us through right, and yeah. for whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, our faith, so we need to overcome this world, and it's through our faith and um our steadfastness with God, because here. In a Revelation 3, we're told about the lukewarm church. Yeah. It says, I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. And I would rather work cold or hot. So then because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable, poor, blind and naked. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire, which is our faith, that thou mayest be rich. Because remember, Peter says that our faith is precious, more precious than gold. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. And what's our raiment? Uh, it's our righteousness, but it's the righteousness of Christ Jesus. That's yes. what's covering us. Yes. It's his righteousness. Yes. And to anoint thine eyes with eye self that thou mayest see. We don't wanna be blind, we wanna see. We want our eyes. We want the light of Christ living in us.
1: We wanna be awake.
0: Exactly. And you know that one scripture it says, If there's any darkness in us, how dark are we really inside? Mm -hmm. We want the complete light of Christ Jesus. There's no mixing here, people. And in order to escape the things that are coming upon the world, we need to be completely, completely right with God in our body, soul, and our spirit. In Matthew 24, 9 through 13, it says, then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended, and they shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. And you can see a lot of this happening now. Yes. The, the things that are coming on this world is hate and this division. You know, if we get caught up in that um, turmoil, this is what's happening to us that we become offended and hate one another and betray one another. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many, because the enemy is looking for someone to devour. So while we are dividing and strifing and fighting amongst another, that's the opportunity for the enemy to give us his false prophets and deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end the same shall be saved so see once again it's those that endure and how do we endure we become we need to sit before the lord god and and keep our spirit our soul our heart quiet before the lord but we need to be washed with the word daily we need to be washed with the holy spirit so that we be so that we can still hear the spirit of god and recognize his voice and follow him, and forsake the things of this world. You know, the flesh, the the world, the cares of this life. We go back to the, the um, the, the um, the study of the the seeds. You know, yeah. the the seeds where um, what was it? The 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 um, the the ground mm-hmm. is is too too hard, too rocky, and, the, too rocky, and you don't have sure. the 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 fruit of the the spirit of god can't reach you can't reach the 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 depths of the spirit of god the water the living water mm-hmm. and you become hard and the things of this world become too important to you that you can't hear god yeah. and you and, and you kind of you quench the spirit and you grieve the spirit because you've ignored Him, because the things of the world have called you, because you haven't taken the time to be in, with God and and feed upon His Word and allow His wa- His Word to wash you and to cleanse you and to keep you supple, to keep you soft and meek and mild and, and humble before Him. So that's really important that you do that, especially nowadays because the hate and the darkness is so strong. The de- deception is is so strong here in this world. You can feel it. You can see it. You can see the people. They're zombies. You oh, yeah. can even see it within the body of Christ. The love has grown cold because you haven't, you haven't recognized the spirit, the voice of God, and you haven't humbled yourself before God. You haven't submitted yourself before God and resisted the devil. You've allowed these little uh, foxes to come up and choke the word the cares of this world, the cares of this life, you've allowed God's word to be choked, the seed and the seed hasn't had a chance to grow and to um, the roots to take place so that you can't produce fruit. You become unfruitful for God. And that is a dangerous place to be. That's true. Hebrews 12:2 says looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher for our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame And sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So even Jesus, what he had gone through, he looked beyond the cross Mm -hmm. and saw the promise of God, our redemption. And that's what we need. We need to keep our eyes upon Jesus, who is the finisher or the author and the finisher of our faith. Because It's our faith in Christ Jesus that will see us through. Like I said, that's the parting of the water, and we're walking on that dry land. That's that's our faith right there. In Revelation, Jesus said, And he said unto me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. And he that overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the fearful and the unbelieving and the abominable and the murderers and the whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. So we don't want to be fearful and unbelieving. And that's the only way to keep, prevent that. And that can happen to us if we don't walk with God anymore. Mm-hmm. If we forsake him, if we don't adhere to him, and we don't um, contend for our faith, our faith is precious, more precious than anything. And so we need to take care of that. We need to be alert and make sure that the enemy doesn't steal that from us. Amen. And here it says in Hebrews 10, For if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth. There remains no more sacrifice for sins for a certain fearful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation which shall devour the adversaries see because we become fearful because the love of god has not been perfected in us he that despised the um, moses law died without mercy under two or three witnesses of how much more sore punishment shall ye shall he be thought worthy who hath trodden under the foot the son of god and hath counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified, an unholy thing, and hath done despite unto the Spirit of grace. Basically, we've taken him for granted. (laughs) For we know him that hath said, Vengeance belongeth unto me, I will recompense, saith the Lord. And again, the Lord shall judge his people, and it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. And I'm telling you people, that when you have separated yourself from God, there is that fear of dread and fear has torment and you will be tormented until you return. If you have time until you return unto the Lord God. And I tell you that Holy spirit is the only one that can turn you back to God, the father through Christ Jesus. And I think that was the last scripture I had for that, but that that's the warning that I believe that we have now. Um, because, The closer the the time that the Lord is coming, the darker this world is going to be and the more evil. And it's going to be um, imperative, important that we check our faith, that we check to make sure that we're right with God. It is so important that we wash ourselves with the word of God and with the spirit of God and that we're sensitive to his calling and to his leading. And that we work out our salvation and that we produce everlasting fruit, the fruit of the Spirit, so that when he does call, we will hear that trumpet.
1: Amen. You know, and let's end by this. You had talked about the seed and in Luke 8, Jesus gives the parable of the sower. Mm Mm-hmm. And the disciples go, what does all this mean? And I just want to say that in verse 12, Christ explains, and he says, those by the wayside, the seed that fell by the wayside, Mm -hmm. are they that hear the word of God. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Then cometh the devil and takes away the word out of their Hearts. Mm-hmm. Hearts. least they should believe and be saved. Right. So we come full circle to the heart, mm-hmm. the intellect, the soul, the emotion. mean Don't let the devil take this word from your heart.
0: Mm-hmm. And that goes with 34, which says, Take heed to yourselves, lest any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting. Which is, um, mm. let's see here, overcharge, which means to burden or weigh down, surfeiting, which is a headache from drunkenness, mm. to seize or carry off, and drunkenness, which is to be intoxicated by the cares of the, this life. That means the 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 cares of this world. It has to go with the um, the parable of the seeds. Yes, you know the, the stony ground that has no roots because you you care more about the things that are, the existence of this life and um yeah you have no you have and you, you become unfruitful amen the cares of this world make you unfruitful
1: amen they choked the word
0: mm mm-hmm. mhm
1: well i think that was good miss kapow yeah i hope you all learned something today
0: i know i did
1: yeah yeah it's it's a real yeah finger pointing with th- uh, three back at us
0: oh definitely <laughs> definitely
1: wow yeah Okay, Ms. Capel, let's uh, say goodnight.
0: Ciao, babies.